What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Life with Libby. I am so dang happy to have y'all here. Um, I have a guest on today's episode, and this is wild because I feel like our lives are coming full circle. 100%. 100%. Um, when I first sat down a couple years ago to do, like, my vision cast for the podcast and, like, listing out people that I wanted to have, Emily was one of the people that I had on there. And now, two years later, it's finally happening, which is so cool because when you first came to mind on my podcast, you were just getting started in like your holistic journey. Mm-hmm. And now you're two years deeper into it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be even better than what it was two years ago. And then we'll have you on again in another two years and we'll just keep growing. So, um, who are you? Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, Libby. My name's Emily and I work in holistic health and I am just growing in this world and super excited to help other people. Um, Libby kind of mentioning the two-year thing is so true. Two years ago, I don't think I could speak as well on everything that I could today. Sure. For sure. I think we've both grown a ton in two years. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yes. So um, also officially just in May, I became two years sober, which is a huge part of my journey. Yes. I want to dive like deep into that. But I want to like share first how we know each other. For sure. So I, y'all know I went to Selene schools, kindergarten and first grade, and then I transferred to Manchester. I went to Manchester second through seventh. And then moved back to Celine. And that's how Emily and I met each other is when she's a Manchester girly. So, and if you're not like in the Michigan area, Manchester and Celine are not far from each other. Yeah. But they're very different. Very different. Very different. Manchester is a very, very small country town. And Celine is small city town. Yeah. I think I would say. I'd agree. Yeah. So, but Emily was... Um, you're a year older than me, and then your sister is a year younger, right? Yeah, correct. So I'm smack dab in the middle. Yeah, we did yeah. some dance together. I we did. Those oh days. my god, we did do <laughs> we dance danced together. together. Uh, I think that my trauma blocked that out. Wow, I she said forgot, forgot, <laughs> gone. That just came out of the vault when you said that. Oh my god, yeah. Didn't we wear like those like the green, green. the booger costume? Oh, that's the what they booger were called. Costume. Yes, it was like oh my god. Okay, y'all, listen to this. Picture this. Okay. It was black spandex, right? Black yeah. spandex shorts. Yep. Okay. Oh, wow. We are really digging mm-hmm. through the vault right now. Okay. It was like a tank top halter neck. Yeah. I think everybody could pick a different style top. Yeah. But it was that like metallic spandexy oh, material. Yeah. It was shiny. It was shiny. And it was green zebra print. Yeah. Like there was a design of oh, some sort. Oh, we need to, I need to text my mom and we need to, actually, I don't really know if I want to get those <laughs> pictures. I know that Kelly has them somewhere, but I like, now that I think about it, I don't really know if I want to. Scratch that out, Kelly. Scratch it out. Kelly is like, we're actually not going to do that. Don't go searching for that. Watch. And my mom's going to listen to this and then she's going to go and post Literally. on Facebook and I'm going to be like, no, mom, don't do that. Actually, my mom just got on Instagram recently oh, no. and she like, she, she, she watched my wife. Wednesday actually yeah and we had a whole conversation about it that was her first one was like my first one back and she's like this is a lot I'm like okay well maybe we don't need to go there but she's like well how do I watch people's stories and and I sent something to you on Instagram I think and Uh, I think she's like did I slide in your dms I'm like get out nope you're off Instagram you gotta go Kelly (laughs) like no, we can't do that, Mom. No, we can't do that. You can't be on Instagram. No. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So how long uh, – circling back to the holistic, I want to talk – well, I guess sober. Being, I want to I want to touch on that first because yeah. I feel like 
that journey sparked everything else for sure. am i right yeah okay and i mean i started like my career that i'm in now yeah. um with nutrition and whatnot four years ago officially but okay. the first two years i mean not being completely dedicated to who i am sure. and my goals and what i wanted yeah and to be honest yeah. showing up to work still drunk from the night before right. um you know focusing on just getting the hell out of here because right. i didn't really care about what was in front of me yeah like those two years were pretty rough yeah um but the two, last two years have been, been so great amazing yeah um but i kind of sparked like getting into this field in the first place i'll start there yeah how did that how did you even get into yeah. nutrition for sure so when i was going to college my idea was i wanted to be a nurse oh okay yeah and then i was like Mm, don't want to work in the hospital. Yeah, no. That place would be cray. That would be crazy. Could <laughs> yes. you imagine working in the hospital right now? No. I mean, no. Even working, to be honest, like even COVID in this field is mm -hmm. one thing um, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine. I mean, all my nurse friends basically are not in a good spot right now. Yeah. I feel horrible for them. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, no, don't want to do the medical side of health. But yeah. I knew I wanted to be in health and help people. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be a chiropractor. Ooh. Yeah. So I was like, going to go to Palmer, do all the things. Love that. Love Palmer. Yes. And then realized hella debt. <laughs> Hella debt, don't make any money. Hella school. Yes. Hella school. And that was the thing. It was like, they're like, oh, so you're going to be in a lot of debt. You're going to have to take like 30 to 40 credit hours every trimester. And either you can work and be in school and not sleep, or you can like be in school and sleep and then like occur your debt work. Right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, not for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like working at Steadfast was great. And like, I love the chiropractic field yeah. and they have a gift, but that was a thought that I had at one point too, when yeah. I worked there, I was like, oh my God, I love this. And then I was like, I'm not going to school for that long. No. It's, it's too much. Yeah. It's, and there's nothing close to here, which also kind of sucks. Yes. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, Iowa or Florida. Right. Or Cali. And I'm like, oh, mm, not doing Cali. Cross no. that off my list. Definitely off the list. No, thank you. Hard pass on Cali. Yeah. No, thank you. So I was like, okay, that's not it. So my degree was in biology at the time. Also hated chemistry. Like I'm an anatomy and phys girl. Totally. Okay. Like okay. chem is hard. Yeah. And then I was like, I have the passion for exercise and nutrition. Yeah. I'll go into exercise science. And then like ultimately the guy I was with at the time was yeah. also super into nutrition and exercise too. Okay. And so we're all like gung ho, we're going to do this. We're going to open up a gym. Oh yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Naturally. Yeah. That like early 20 year old gym rap dream oh. to open a gym. 1000%. That's what I feel, Yeah. I feel like everybody who goes through, especially when you go through it with your partner. Oh yeah. You go through that where you're like, we're going to open a gym. It's like the mm -hmm. fuck you are. I know. Right. No, you're not. It was like, and no <laughs> one said that to our face. <laughs> Which I'm like, okay, they for sure just said it not to her. Yeah, they definitely said it not. Yeah, if you didn't hear it, they were talking mad shit about you behind your back. I was yeah. like, everyone was like, what the fuck are these guys thinking? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, and the big thing too with that relationship was um, I went to Jackson Community College for a year after high school okay. and was like going to do gen eds and was trying to stay out of debt. Oh, then nice. I met James and was like, all you know how you get your head over heels yes all the things yep. and he went to adrian college and then he wanted to move to play football and he transferred to chicago oh yeah so that's what actually 
I was that dumb girl following a boy. It happens. Yeah. We all do it. So least regret about going to Chicago is that I made really great friends. Yeah. I got to try a ton of different things and yeah. have fun. Yeah. But um, yeah. That I was... didn't know you were in Chicago. For some reason, I thought Grand Valley. Abby was in Grand Valley. Abby My was sister. in Grand Valley. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. All right. Yeah. That so makes sense. Okay. I was in Chicago for three years. Oh. And then graduated with my um, bachelor's in exercise science. Okay. All yeah. Right. Okay. And so then I was like, okay, exercise science, the gym thing. Yep. We're going for it. Yeah. Um, post-college, I actually ended up starting my own meal prepping business. That's right. Yes. Yes. I do remember that. Another memory unlocked from the vault. Right. Cha-ching. Trauma. No. <laughs> no, that was dramatic. I was like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I started a business called Plate of Joy because yes. I like realize a really big part of people with their health. Yep. A lot of people don't have that hard of a time getting to the gym. I mean, mm-hmm. or working out. Right. Like it's okay. Yep. Um, yeah. It's not the biggest concern for people. Yeah. The nutrition is where people epically fail. Yes. Because America has failed them tremendously. Extremely. Oh my God, it's awful. The nutrition and like maybe podcast for another day, but like yeah. um, uh, women and the knowledge of our bodies. Minimal. Epic, epic fail. Epic fail. The health we are system. teaching the wrong things. Absolutely. Oh yeah. 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 We could go down a whole. A whole hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but a whole hole for. <laughs> a whole hole for <laughs> okay, I'm going to work on the nutrition side of things yeah. and like started prepping meals for people. And honestly, it was going tremendously yeah. well. Like yeah. people were really responsive. They were enjoying the meals. But yes. to be honest, on my end, I was like in a kitchen 10 hours a day, right. not talking to anyone. Like it also made my association with food, like trying to yeah. be nutritious for myself, yeah. really shitty. Yeah. Um, at the time also. I was not eating meat, which was super hard on my health. Yeah. Um, I was like going through this vegetarian phase, doing CrossFit, like just Ooh. putting my body through the ringer. Through it. Yeah. I wasn't getting enough protein for the activities I was doing. Right. And so. And on top of running a business on top yeah. of all that. Yeah. And balancing relationship at the time, right? Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. A toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was not easy. Yeah. No. And mind you, to give perspective, mm-hmm. we were, we were married. No, we were about to be married, living in my parents' basement. Yeah, it was a whole uh, thing. So and like, doing the business. And doing the business, planning the wedding, the whole thing. So um, then I was like, okay, I'm not doing this. And I actually ended up getting super sick from the way I was living. Interesting. Yeah, like not eating enough protein, the mm-hmm. stress, um, and just like the work-life balance. And so I like called my dad because he came to thrive um, before I did. Yeah. Um, and they healed him like phenomenally. So I was like, listen, I've got, you know, like I've got lumps in my armpits. My anxiety is like out the freaking roof. Yeah. Like something's up. I'm either going to have to go to the medical doctor because that's what my insurance can cover. And they're going to like do nothing. Yep. Or I'm like dead ass broke out of college. You know how that, right? <laughs> that feeling. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, 
okay, I can't afford to pay out of pocket. Like, right. will you support me? And he's like, yeah, go get checked out. Okay. So literally I'm sitting in the lobby and this ad comes on my phone from Facebook saying that Thrive's hiring. <gasps> yeah. Oh, God, oh God wink. God was oh like, oh my God, I am. Oh my he God. was literally like, hi, here you go. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. And so I was like, okay, this is like what I want to do. Yeah. And mind you, I'm like, no bra on sweatpants, not looking my finest. Sure. So I was right. like, okay, now's not the time. Right. <laughs> I hear, I see your wink. I hear you, but like, I'm not going to say it right now when I look no. like a homeless person. hundred percent. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll do my consultation and then tomorrow I'll come back in. Yeah. Looking a little more snazzy. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. did so and then ended up getting um, put into the group interview and then got picked to come and work. Amazing. Yeah. And I started out actually at reception, which okay. was totally great. Yep. Um, and then the girl at the time who was Dr. Shannon's clinical assistant was leaving to go get her master's. And I was like, Ooh, I want to assist Dr. Shannon. Can mm-hmm. I be like transferred? And the manager was like, yes. So then I started assisting Dr. Shannon, seeing what she was doing, yeah. how she was helping people. And I was like, Oh, I need to do this. Like yeah. you're not prescribing drugs. Yep. People are like seeing phenomenal results yep. without surgery prescriptions, invasive techniques. Yes. So I was like, this is what I'm doing. And I yep. approached her. Mind you, I got hired beginning of September. I approached her approached her end of September and I was like, I want to go to school for this. And once I got back from my that current marriage yeah yeah, um and honeymoon she's like okay yeah we'll send you off to school yes and so I started going to school I went to school for two years and then here I am where'd you go to school so I did my two years post-grad in Clearwater Florida oh yeah so it's like a and I was down there once a month for long weekends oh okay for like class and then when I came back here it was really nice because especially pre-COVID, yeah. I got to be in the room with Dr. Shannon, assisting her and like watching hands-on. Yeah. That's where I learned the most. The most. Yeah. yeah. I'm a very hands-on learner oh, as gosh. well. I can't. It was huge. I couldn't imagine trying to go to school for anything right now. Like, no. It's not easy. No. Like no. trying to learn all online. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. so hard. So like my, the last module of my advanced technique training, they tr- tried to do via Zoom. Oh, I had a heyday. I'm like, Excuse me, how are we supposed to learn muscle testing, which is hands-on, when yeah. we're via Zoom? Zoom. Um, no. No. So, mm-hmm. anyway, I'm glad that it was a godsend that, you know, yeah. I went to school and I did. Yeah. Yeah, because that was, you said that was pre-COVID. Yeah. It, COVID happened, like, literally the weekend, COVID, quote-unquote, yeah. here. Right. <laughs> I was in Florida for training. Oh, my gosh. And, like, like, shit storms going on up here. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. I'm like, am I going to get stuck here? Right. Down in Florida, nobody gave no, nobody cared. Everyone was fine. We were living our regular lives. Mm -hmm. And then I got up here and it's like, oh, you're not allowed to like leave your home and blah, blah, blah. You know, the whole deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. But yeah, it was crazy. So that's kind of like where things started. Yeah. And kind of what got me into it. So what made you decide to get sober? Yeah. So after James and I split up, so Mm -hmm. we got married October 2018. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We were together all four years of college. college. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it made sense. I mean, yeah. it made sense. Like I remember when I saw y'all like getting married, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like, and that's was my mentality. It was mm-hmm. like, this is what you're supposed to do. 
Yep. I, we can, we can touch on that in a second. Cause I have a, a few thoughts on it, but right? yeah, go. it was like total societal, like, Oh, this is the next This step. is what you do. And yeah. you do this. And how many people like fall into the norm of like how your life went. Mm-hmm. There's 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I was a, a huge fixer mm. and he put me through a lot of trauma, um, cheated on me multiple times. And I was like, just like okay, I need to forgive him. Yep. Blah, yep. blah blah. He did have like a super traumatic childhood too. Sure. So he had his shit. Yep. And it was like I tried to see the best in him. Yep. And him and I are not on a bad page anymore. Right. I'm not here to like shit on him. Right. Like this is just what our relationship was. Was. Yep. 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 And we wish each other the best. All the things. Yeah. Um. But so we got married October 2018, and then the next summer. By, by the next summer, I had just, like, this revelation that, like, this is not how I'm supposed to be living my life. Yeah. Like, I'm not happy. It's not feeling like it's going in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. And he kind of was stuck in his own trauma cycle and, like, got to a point where we just didn't really care what the other person did. Like, I remember mm. it was like August and we had just gotten home from a trip from Chicago seeing friends. Yeah. And my girlfriends texted me and they're like, hey, do you want to go down to Bowling Green and party? And I was like, sure. Yeah. And I like put on this really cute outfit and like he didn't even bat an eye when I left or like say anything. And, yeah. you know, it's just like one of those things like not even in a controlling way should he have said something, but, but he like, just, like, didn't care. Right. Just, like, didn't give a shit. Like, yeah. both of you were tapped out of it. You were just there 100%. on paper. Yeah. Not there emotionally anymore. Yeah. We were both yeah. done. And so we went to this party, and I just, like, that was my, like, revelation of he didn't care. I really don't care. Yeah. And, like, I'm having fun and probably flirting a little too much with people and doing yeah. all the things that, like – showed I was just ready to be done. Yeah. So I came back the next day and like, was like, I just don't think that this is working between us. I don't know what to do. Um, to be honest, he was super heartbroken and like really shook up over everything, which, you know, we did love each other, but yeah, wasn't the right love. Yes. And And I think that that's what, not to like interrupt you, but I think that that's what a lot of young people like, I, I know for me with me and my ex, like, we loved each other. Yeah. But it, like you just said, it wasn't the right type of love. 100%. Like, you, it's not the type of love that a marriage grows in. No. You know? We weren't growing. You weren't growing. And I feel like when you're – and it was so irritating. And I know that you feel the same way when people would be like, no, Liv, like, you're so young. You have so much growing to do. Mm-hmm. For me, I was always like – no, like, I went through a fucking traumatic childhood. There's no more growth that's going to happen. You're like, I'm grown. Okay. I'm grown. <laughs> I'm full-ass fucking grown. Thank you. And now I, like, thank God almost every day that, yeah. like, there is something that happens. And, again, this isn't to, like, shit on my ex whatsoever because, like you said, like, yeah. him and I have so much love in our hearts for each other. It didn't end poorly. But it's just, like, there's something that happens every day that I just, like, thank God that, like, we didn't get married. Because, like yeah. – who like or like for you like that you're not still together because you wouldn't continue to Mm -hmm. grow and I think so many people get married so young Mm -hmm. like you said because society tells them to and then they stop growing yeah it's like that's what you're supposed you're supposed to continue to grow yeah thank god like 
so many god sense within that mm-hmm. so like dude my uncle was our officiant at our wedding okay and he lives in florida yeah we get back from our honeymoon and i get our marriage certificate sent back to us because he forgot to sign a line on it oh my gosh and i don't know what it was but my ass let that thing sit on the counter for months yeah i never ended up sending it back in after he signed it so we didn't actually have to get a divorce <gasps> we literally pretty much just broke up yeah. There was no legality behind it whatsoever. Oh my God. No way. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. God like had. Oh God had back. your back. Oh my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Isn't because that, I was actually yeah. sitting here thinking, I'm like, holy shit, divorces are expensive as shit. Like, yeah. I was and they're like, a pain in the ass. They are a pain in the ass. And yeah. they take years. To, oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. So no legality, like no lawyers, no nothing we didn't even like we hadn't mer- merged any bank accounts like it was oh, seriously a breakup just a breakup yeah yeah and so another like crazy thing that happened was when we got back for our honeymoon too like we get home and my mom like sits me on the couch like someone just died kind of yeah. sits me on the yeah, couch yeah. and yeah. i was like shit what, shit, happened? what happened and she's like i before i left i had set my wedding dress to where we got it um i won't say where because we've made amends with them yeah but they accidentally threw it away. <gasps> yeah, I sent it to get preserved, and they threw it in the dumpster. <laughs> yes, dude. Oh my god, y'all can't <laughs> see me right now, but my jaw is literally on the floor. Can you imagine? And I mean, this dress was like just gorgeous. It was stunning. Yes. I remember it. Yeah, and I was like a mess. Oh my god. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, so what are our options? And my mom is the cutest and she's Your like, mom is the cutest. She seriously is. And she was like, well, they told me that they'll either reimburse you or they'll order you another dress. And she's literally like, we can have another party and you can wear it. She's just like so sweet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, because that's just like not the dress I wore on my wedding day. Like, right. I don't want another dress. Right, right, um, right. And so I was like, I'll just take the money. Yeah. And I mean, $2,500 um, yeah. was a nice little chunk, and I put it towards my schooling. So oh. it literally came just so full circle. It oh, was insane. Yeah. Because, like, I wouldn't have wanted, like, if we have kids one day, like, I don't, right. I wouldn't have wanted them to wear that dress anyway. Right, right, so right. So literally, right. God was, like, just, like, little things everywhere. Here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was crazy. Your God nudges were a lot nicer than what mine were. <laughs> Mine were not nice. <laughs> He's like, get it together. Yeah. But I, I say that, but like at the same time, it's, he also gave me like plenty of them before he was like, okay, we need to sucker punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm awake. Hi, I'm listening. I'm He's so those. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry that I wasn't listening for the last three and a half years. For sure. So sorry. And so like when I did like kind of drop the ball with James and say, hey, this is what's happening. That's yeah. kind of when I really got into partying and like yeah. using it as an outlet to Absolutely. forget all the shit. Absolutely. Um, all the trauma he put me through, mm-hmm. um, some family stuff, like just all the things. Yeah. And it was a fun outlet at the time. Yep. It like wasn't out of hand. And right. then it started quickly. Then I dated another guy who was in the service. Oh, interesting. Hi. Yes. Wow. So, uh, I don't uh, know anything about that life. I don't <laughs> date military men. <laughs> anyway. That's the sarcasm. Yeah, a lot of sarcasm. Um, so I was actually with him when he was in Afghanistan. And we did the whole long distance thing. And then things were okay and then COVID hit Mm. and I mean I can't speak to 
what goes on over there at all. Right. No experience. Like, nope. horrible. Yeah. Um, and I think it really hit him extremely hard um, because he was really looking forward to coming home. And he was supposed to come home in April. Mm. And COVID hit. And they Damn. were, like, not sending anyone home. Oh. Mm -hmm. And so he pretty much shut down. Um, like naturally, I mean, naturally. naturally. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, and I coming out of a already traumatic relationship was not mentally like, okay enough to like, be like, oh yeah, I understand what you're going through. Right. And maybe it's best if we do take time apart. Right. Um, but yeah, so then he, we, we split up and, um, that also just continued the spiral of partying. Right. And I was just hell bent on like, we're going to get back to there when he gets home. Then we got home and he played games mm. and wow, <laughs> that whole thing. Another trauma <laughs> unlocked. Ding! Oh. We reached the vault again. <laughs> we're really filling up the trauma. Too yeah, over we're trying. Yeah, we're tra Actually, this episode is a trauma dump. Sorry. Yeah, guys. sorry. Trigger warning. <laughs> um, so, so then that partying just escalated more and I was like more like blackout partying um friends having to literally pick me up off the floor partying Ugh. vomiting just the whole nine yards and definitely was an outlet just to forget about everything yeah. um and eventually when it was readily available to you oh 100 like society pushes that yeah it was so, so normalized hard. yeah drinking everyone was doing it everyone was doing it and like COVID, like, people are like, well, what else are we going to do? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I I don't know if, th I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's it. Yeah, it's not productive. No, well, that and, like, Hannah G and I talked about this before. We're like, alcohol is literally poison. It is. Like, it changes the way you think, the way mm -hmm. you see, like, all, like, everything. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, and society just pushes it so hard. So yeah, that is what you're going to gravitate towards, yeah, right? When you're going hard. through something. Yeah. 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 And so it's like, that's a major outlet. And then like, you have your friends who like, again, kind of with James, like mm -hmm. I'm not friends with that group anymore. Right. Wish them the best. Yep. Hope they're well. Yeah. But um, they were also huge encouragers. And it's like, when you finally step away from it and you see how you were acting, who you were, what you were doing and the people you surrounded yourself with didn't even feel to say anything. Right. The people who quote unquote love you the most. Yep. You kind of realize, oof, that is not who I want to be around. Correct. That isn't who loves me the most. Right. Because I was drowning and, and no nobody one, said anything. No one noticed. Yep. And like, even if they would have noticed, they wrote it off. Right. And it's like end of the world. Yep. Like whatever. They're yeah. they're done with it. Yeah. And so, I got to a point. Dated another shitty guy. It happens. <laughs> we do it. Like so that this guy, total narcissist, love bomber. Like literally within a week, telling me he loves me. Oh, sort of thing. Yep. Oh, girl. Yep. yep. And we like. I got this great opportunity to move to Austin and start practicing there. And I, he was like, no, don't go. And so I'm like, okay, that's fine. And in hindsight, thankful it worked out the way it did. Yeah, yeah. But still like, um, ended up breaking my heart. And so like two weeks after we broke up, I, it was like Memorial weekend and I got obliterated again. Um, woke up on a couch, didn't remember how I got there, had a trash can next to me. And I was like, Emily, this is it. Like, I don't yeah. know what happened to me, you know, like right. so anything could have happened. 
Yeah. There were some interesting people at that party and I'm incoherent and you know, it's just shitty. Yeah. So I woke up that day, went home and like freaking also TMI, but like threw up like foam and like just was like not good. And I was like, this is the end. Yeah. And so I decided I was like, okay, I'm going to spend the rest of the summer sober and see how it goes. Yeah. And I did that and I lost like dude, like 50 pounds yeah. within like three fucking months. Yeah. I'm not like, surprised. It was insane. I'm not surprised. Time out because this yeah. recording is going to stop. So we have to start another one. So please hold. Good. Okay. We're good to go now. <laughs> so lost a bunch of weight. My energy was great. Yeah. Like, obviously. I mean, I know it's only aesthetics, but like I looked better, healthier, yeah. happier. Well, aesthetics matter. They do. Because when you look good, you feel good. Yeah. And it's a reflection. It is absolutely a reflection. That's why like for me, when I started dating again, I was like, I, and my mom was like, no, you need to not be so tied to people who are in the gym. I'm like, it's not just about aesthetics for me somebody who is in the gym their dedication Mm -hmm. and motivation is incredible like that is a that is a trait about people that I have to like I have to have like that is important to me because like you said it's a reflection it's a reflection of what's important to you 100 percent yeah yeah and it's like if someone has the perseverance to you yes. know treat their body well yep. and like the commitment yeah like you are both going to be able to tackle and handle things in life together amen yeah and that's another part of it is yep it's yes. huge it is huge yep. and so i was like and then that's also when i started working out when i got sober again so yep. like in combination i wasn't just not drinking alcohol right right, right. but I wasn't drinking alcohol. I wasn't going to McDonald's at 12 a.m. Right. Because I wasn't drinking alcohol. You didn't have, like, the the drunk munchies that give me all the fucking food. And I think me on the 4th of July when I literally ate everything in sight. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was really bad. I Oh, my God. I don't think – well, I'll I'll share this because it doesn't really matter. But 4th of July, like, I did. And I hadn't thrown up since my 21st birthday. Yeah. And I threw up, and I think – looking back on it i didn't even drink that much but i ate a fuck ton of pizza <laughs> and i hadn't had that much pizza and the ashby's were like let me you didn't throw up because of what you drank you threw up because of all that fucking grease sitting in your stomach <laughs> that you had not ate in months i'm like you're right and it's and true. i literally got home i'm like why do i do this yeah like it's just one of those and it's like because the fourth of july is my favorite holiday and that's what i've always done but yeah. i literally came home like like you said, like, this isn't me. This no. isn't what I like to do. I don't like to feel like this. It's like, so weird. Yeah. Our human brains are, like, so interesting. Oh, my God. Humans are so weird. <laughs> they are. Humans are weird. So, so yeah. yeah. I, so, you started working out again. Yeah, I started working out when Powerhouse was in Celine. God bless. Oh, I was there. Yeah. R.I.P. But, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, was lifting and all the things. And at the time, I was, like, also – started accelerating my career again yeah. because I was so focused yeah. on health. And like, to be honest, like, I know we've all been there. Like yeah. who's going to take advice from someone who comes in and looks like super inflamed and mm. overweight and like also went through the purple hair phase, like did um, all the crazy yeah. things. Yeah, the things. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like, yeah, no one's going to listen to me. So my practice wasn't growing. Right. Right. And then 
finally, like I started blossoming. I was working through so many things that I had pushed down with alcohol. Mm-hmm. And definitely one of them was like also what I needed from work and, and what I wanted to do here. And I was like, I can do so much more than what I'm doing. Yeah. So then I just started like busting my ass. Each patient that was in front of me was yeah. like the most important thing to me. Yeah. And that's how I feel still to this day. Yeah. But um, so the last two years of really hounding on that and growing um, has just helped so much with the practice and like helping others and, and getting to where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you have such a servant heart for that too. Thanks. Like I, it's, it, it shows tremendously. Thanks, boo. Um, you're so with the not drinking yeah there will probably be somebody who listens to this who like wants to stop drinking as well what are like some tips that you have for them for sure um I think the biggest thing for me was removing myself from the environment Mm -hmm. which that's the hardest band-aid trip off yep because that's your quote-unquote your gang your friend group whatever it is yeah um the people who you associate a lot of good memories with and that's the thing I don't take away from the fun times right like we had fun yeah and all the things but the aftermath was what motivated me the most yeah um and it's okay to outgrow people it is people forget that yeah if people in small towns yes it's it's like that's what you're supposed to be friends with for the rest of your life and it's such a force of culture that I'm like "Mm, no there's more than that yeah and another thing would be um the a really big help for me was the exercise and working Mm -hmm. out because it gave me a different outlet yeah um and also go to therapy go to therapy go to therapy yes yes, (laughs) um yeah because that was also another thing yes I invested in and that was super helpful yeah so not only was I like physically going to therapy with the exercise but I also was like mentally working with my therapist to work through things yeah so um doing that to preoccupy my time instead of like binging with drinking and things um it was huge yeah so if your if your hobby is going to be freaking knitting whatever just figure something out find something yeah that makes your heart happy and that you can use as a different outlet versus drinking right and finding the outlet like find your passion yeah 100 percent. like and take away from Take your fear away of what other people are going to think of you. Please. Because your hometown homies, they they don't don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. They don't fucking matter. I could literally just like rip a certain town to shreds, but I'm actually not going to because it's not worth my breath. But um, yeah, like last time I checked, other people's opinions don't pay my bills. No. And doesn't fill my cup. And it really doesn't matter. I remember like when I first started, because like, my last episode I talked about how I've been in the social media world for seven years Mm -hmm. like I remember when I first started with that network marketing company that like I cared a lot about what other people think Mm -hmm. but and like what they thought of me but one of the things that like they talked most about like on those team building calls was like not to care and I'm so grateful for that because the last seven years I have authentically shown up and like I don't give a shit I don't care if you don't like me or not Mm -hmm. like and I don't care if you're gonna sit there and judge me like yeah like I don't I don't really care and I think that that is what stops most people from doing things because like when you're in a social setting well then you get then you get the questions like oh well why are you not drinking it's like why the fuck do you care it's a weird thing yeah like like people will question me like oh you're on a diet 
oh, why are you not drinking? And it's like, I'm so sorry that I'm fueling the my God-given body with good things. Like, but what? junk food's not question. No, junk food is not Drinking is not question. No, it's no. Bad. It's so bad. Yeah. As a society, we're so... So bad. It's and so bad. I think you, like, nailed it right on the head. Like, you authentically showing up as yourself, mm-hmm. and I've seen you as you grow, mm-hmm. it attracts the people that you want to be around anyway. Yeah. It's like you're, you know, the two pennies compared to, like, the... 10 quarters that right. you're gonna bring in right right like right, right. who cares about those two yeah. pennies yeah like we don't care no it's like they they can buzz off anyway and you're you're like blossoming and showing everyone else like hey you can do it too yeah don't give a shit yeah yeah don't care because you will naturally attract the people who are meant to be in your circle yes yeah and i think another part of that is like there's a difference between being lonely and being alone yeah learning to, yeah <laughs> because and i've talked about this before i was lonely mm-hmm. in a relationship like oh, with my yeah i mean you know worst. yeah like when my ex and i were together i was lonely yes and then when i moved back to Celine and into my apartment i was alone but i wasn't lonely yeah like you learn to love yourself 100%. and it's a hard journey like don't get me wrong there are still days where i'm like fuck i'm very lonely today yeah you're gonna have those days but there's a big difference between being alone and being lonely and pick being like pick being alone by yourself and having your cup full Mm -hmm. rather than lonely surrounded by people 100 percent. it's like that's the you said it perfect i can't agree more wow i actually said something well i'm not great you know what it's funny i have a podcast (laughs) and i like i'm gonna be a motivational speaker and i i fumble the words. Well, that's but you. But don't it's care. part of like it's part yeah. of life with Libby. I don't give a shit. Like I was <laughs> talking. Part. It, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, and I think the longer people listen to me, the more, it's almost funny. Like people know what I tried to say. Yeah. Like they put it together. You put it together. Like, I got you, Libby. Eventually, you'll get what I'm trying to say. You'll pick up what I'm trying to put down. But yeah. like somebody asked me yesterday, they were like, "Well, how long does it take you to do a podcast?" I'm like, I literally hit record. And then I post it. I don't edit. They're like, you don't edit any of it. It's like, no, why would I? Yeah. It's going to be authentic. Yeah. Isn't that the whole point mm-hmm. of it? But I don't know. Everything's so pre-recorded these days and scripted is so bad. It makes me like really uncomfy. I'm like, I only can watch not reality TV because it's just like, you can't believe anything. No. Saying. No. But anyway. Like Nicole loves Vanderpump Rules. And I'm like, I, I've i never watched it. But she. I don't. She so loves bad. it. She loves it. That and she's watching. I FaceTimed her the other day. Sorry, cooler girl. I'm like outing you right now. This time. She loves Below Deck. Okay, I haven't seen that one. No, me either, but she cracks me up. I love her. She's my favorite. Sometimes, Holly, my best friend, she yeah. will watch like the trashy TV and I'll be over there and she, I'm just like, I maybe get why you, why you watch this because it's like a different, it's literally like a a different mindset. Like yes. You get to not focus on right. real life and yeah. focus on this like BS that's going yes. on. Yeah. But it is, it's pretty bad. It is. I will say though, one trashy TV show that I do love, I love the Kardashians. Oh, they're juicy. <laughs> I love them, but there is something, and not everybody really understands or agrees with me at all during this. I There is something that like, Something about watching Kim Kardashian build her freaking empire mm-hmm. that, like, makes me want to, like, bust my ass. Yeah. Like, I will sit there and I'll watch the Kardashians and I mm-hmm. watch Kim and I'm like, she 
is a phenomenal human and I don't care what anybody says. Like yeah. one day I want to have her as a guest and I will literally probably cry the whole time or be like, <laughs> I'll like have one of those. You have to talk. Yeah, you have to talk. Sorry, Kim K. Like I can't, but no, I think she's, I think she's phenomenal. Well, she's really has, like you said, built an empire for herself. And yeah. like as much as people love to rag on all of them, they're right. extremely successful. They are extremely so. successful. And everybody's like, Kim talked about it in an episode. She was like, everybody likes to think that I got famous because of the sex tape. She's like, nobody understands that. Like, nobody took me seriously for a long time because of that. Yeah. And I'm like, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Like, it's, like there's like, another side to it. Yeah. There is another side to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to look and see, like, what other questions I had. But um, mostly about, like, your, your business. Oh, what's one thing your business – slash successful venture that you didn't expect like what's one success that happened that you weren't really Mm. expecting that's a good question I would say the biggest thing I wasn't expecting was honestly how much I know that this kind of relates to everything we just talked about Mm -hmm. but literally how much I've grown from trying to like the people that are here for me to help mm-hmm. have actually helped me grow. Yes. And it's insane. Yes. Like I didn't expect to be growing from the people who, you know, for lack of better terms, are coming here to seek help with yeah. what they've got going on. Yeah. Um, and to be able to make these connections. Like I've had patients turn into friends and they're yeah. some of the <clears throat> best people, people I know. Yeah. And it's like a phenomenal thing because again, like we just talked about, they're like minded. Yes. Like they're here to help themselves, yeah, to better themselves. Um, I've yeah. gone to patients' weddings, to oh patients' God, baby showers. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just like that connection you can't match. Yeah. Um, yeah. And growing with them together. Yes. And as you start walking in your God given purpose, God puts people along your path that are supposed to be there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God bless them. Yes. <laughs> um, what is a common myth about your job or field of expertise? I feel like this could be a whole nother episode <laughs> yes. because big pharma loves to just fucking shut holistic health down it's oh, like well yeah there's no yeah if if holistic health were to blow up the way that it should big pharma would be out of money so quick and you know how i feel so fast i hate big pharma and i think they're gonna fucking i'm gonna get shadow banned i'm like they're episode. gonna censor your yeah they're gonna <laughs> i get censored all the time my little fbi agent is listening he's like oh shut that shit down like we talked about the vaccine what oh my god <laughs> so um i think one of the biggest things is that people come into this oh and not all people i should say but a lot of people come into it thinking it's like voodoo or witchcraft and all the things and it's extremely frustrating because we have been so brainwashed by like society to think that the first answer and um reach to is drug surgery or your medical doctor and don't get me wrong like i'll put a little asterisk here like there are some medical doctors i appreciate yep they're great um there's a time and a place for it. yeah and they're useful like yes they actually think outside of what the system has taught them yep um and then there's other times I literally can't tell you the amount of new patients I have who come in who are extremely worried about how their appointment's going to go, and they end up crying because no one has ever listened to them before. Correct. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, how the hell does anyone expect to get anywhere with a a patient if they don't hear what they have to say? Right. Like, it's just wrong. Yeah. And And it's negligence. Yes, it is. And the medical field has gotten so big that, like, 
I feel like more often than not, you talk to the actual doctor for two minutes. It's like, that's not what I'm here for. I'm not no. here to talk to X, Y, and Z. I'm here to talk to you because you're supposed to be the expert. You're just going to hand me off. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really bad. And so um, I think that, you know, taking the stigma away that holistic mm-hmm. health is voodoo or witchcraft right. is something that like, I wish I could, you know, metaphorically wave a magic wand and like be like okay let's get rid of that because I think it stops a lot of people from pursuing that avenue um when they realistically could heal their bodies so much more quickly versus medical well and that's another thing that like everybody wants a quick fix Mm -hmm. but like okay so you go to the doctor because you have something going on. Okay. They're going to put you on a medication and that medication has a side effect. So then you need to take another medication to Mm -hmm. counteract that side effect. It's like all because you wanted a quick fix and didn't want to get down to the root cause. So now you're going to be on medication for the rest of your life. And suddenly you're 60 years old. You have no idea how your medicine cabinet got full. And it's like, well, because that one time when you were 30, you had back pain Mm -hmm. and you decided to go and start taking muscle relaxers for it. And then that caused It's a chain reaction. Like how about you just like, Instead of wanting a quick fix, mm-hmm. and I think that's a society thing too, is we're always supposed to be producing, right? Yeah. Instant so gratification. <clears throat> instant gratification. We see we see something come up and it's like, oh, that's going to hinder me from doing X, Y, and Z. I need to fix it right now. It's yeah. like, how about we look at like the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. and how all of this is going to play out? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And the thing too with all of that is like, you don't understand people come in clueless about how much what they eat impacts their health oh like a hundred percent they do not in that again like you mentioned is society failing us correct because how does the only thing that enters our body mm-hmm. like not affect our health like i literally don't understand what right. that thinking is and right so it's like and then we get to like a lot of healing too, which I've done on my personal journey. I was strictly like gluten-free for mm-hmm. a couple of years. Yep. Um, and I needed to be, but also that's another part of my field. I wish that we could change. And I'm sure you've seen this mm-hmm. in the um, exercise industry too, is that there are such things as too extreme of like avenues to go down. Correct. <laughs> and so it's like, Yes, being gluten-free for two years benefited me tremendously. My gut is healed. It's happy, healthy, all the things. Yeah. And now I have the luxury to access, like, organic, local, um, healthy wheat products. Yep. And they don't tick off my stomach anymore. Right. So it's like I took the time. I did the dirty work. Yep. And now I don't have to be as restrictive. Yep. And I can eat something that's good, healthy, whole. Yes. But I'm not going to go – and eat a McDonald's hamburger because that's a totally different thing. Correct. And it's, so it's like, that's another thing people don't differentiate well enough is like, well, I'm going to go through McDonald's. Like, no, I'd rather see you like go get like a homemade pretzel bun and make a burger at home versus doing that. Yeah. And that goes back to that instant gratification. Yes. Nobody planned. That was the biggest thing. Nobody plans their meals. Plan your freaking meals. Yes. And like just have the access to like good stuff. Like, you know, we have a quarter of a cow in the freezer. Like it's local, delicious, great meat. Yeah. Like don't put yourself in a position where you have to reach for that shitty stuff. Right. And I understand money is also an issue for people. So like research. Yes. Figure out what you need to do to fit your budget. Fit your budget and think for yourself. Yeah. That goes into so many. 
Think for your fucking self. Use your brain. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Um, okay. We talked about that one. Okay, what is one piece of advice you'd give to someone starting out in your career? Ooh. Um, if you're looking to enter the holistic field in any avenue, whether it is exercise or nutrition, um, I definitely would say you just you kind of like I mentioned the first two years of my practice were hard. Definitely alcohol was a part of that, Mm -hmm. but also, also instant gratification. I thought I was just going to start off seeing a hundred patients a week, like no problem. Oh yeah. Right. Um, Don't we all? I was like super discouraged and like my practice and I work with Dr. Shannon who does see hundreds of patients every week. Right. But she's been in practice for 10 years. Right. And she's worked her ass off. Yes. And so it's like knowing that you have to put in the work. Yep. And you have to accept like at that time I wasn't willing like my effort was what my outcome was. And I wanted my effort to be low but my like outcome to be high. Yep. And you have to have reality with that. Yeah. And I was young and dumb and kind of naive to that. And my trainer was basically like yeah you're not putting in enough effort to get like what you're wanting yeah and i'm like oh Oh, right (laughs) and that's because like society has fucking coddled us yes everybody gets a fucking participation award i tell you what mm, i almost just name dropped but i'm not gonna do that we're keeping my actually nobody nobody knows that i'm in a relationship like that's that's new news and i almost i almost just name dropped it but i'm not gonna do that hey it doesn't start with a j that's no it doesn't amen to that (laughs) Um, but like if our kids, we talked about it, we were like, if our kids ever come home with a participation award, I'm going to be like, okay, here's how life works. Mm-hmm. Like I'm throwing that away. Yeah. Like 100%. you don't, you don't get that. And especially like working in the schools. Like I saw that, like everybody is so fucking entitled. I'm like, bad, get up, get up and work for it. Yes. Like I don't care. It's hard. And yeah. honestly, I kind of grew up halfway like that. My parents were very giving and like, mm-hmm. God bless them. They yeah. are trying to great parents right right but at the same time I was given so much that Mm. I kind of like am mentally at a younger age than I should be like financially and all those things because I wasn't taught to to do certain things because they were just given to me right instead of saving up for my first even my second car like my parents bought it for me right right, they put money away for me for college like all the things yeah and like not to say like that's not a bad thing but yeah and kyle and i were talking about it my current boyfriend yeah who's not a douchebag (laughs) yay we love that yes we love kyle he's great we Uh, love kyle oh he's the best and so we're like you know talking and he grew up kind of opposite like his parents like made him Mm-hmm. buy like all of his things that he wanted and yep. provide for himself and the man is like financially the most stable person I know yeah. and like can do all the things he wants because of that yeah and like so we get to meet each other there yep. and also then like he has no clue about health so like I get to meet him there with that right so we get to help each other grow you get to help each other grow yeah which is how it's supposed to be it's beautiful yeah sometimes not beautiful but ends up being beautiful <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes <laughs> And that's another thing. Life is not always sunshines and rainbows. No, hundred percent. We no, it's and not. we we sit, we have that talk often. Yeah. But um, so you know, it's just like even meeting in the middle. Like he's like we're talking, and it's like okay, when you have kids, like we'll say, you know, we're gonna give you five or we'll match whatever you save. Yeah. 
If you yep. save five grand, we're going to give you five grand for yep. your first car. Yep. Like, yeah. Just like meeting in the middle versus these extreme like ways of thinking that like yeah. go both ways. Right. Either you have to work for every single fucking thing you have yeah. or everything was handed to you. It's like, what happened to middle ground? 100%. What? Ha- what? And that, That's I feel the whole like. world. <laughs> I was going to say, that is actually the, the general theme for the whole world. Yeah. You either lean so far right mm-hmm. or so far left. And it's mm-hmm. just all these extremes. It's like. How about everybody just love everybody and we meet in the middle and stop bringing everything into everything? Yeah, and if like, people would realize like that's what it's trying, they're trying to pin us against each other. They are trying to pin us against each other. Also, yeah. it's like a huge like okay, I don't have to hate my neighbor. No. Like let's just love each other. Yeah, let's just and like you do you. Yeah, like, I don't really stay care. In my business, you stay out of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my mom and Nana and I were actually talking about that. Like, when did it become okay to like know who you voted for and if you're a Christian or not? Right. Like, the, like Nana was like, that was not something that you talked about. And now yeah. you, now you have to. Yeah. And it's like. And relationships are ruined over it. Uh, yeah. Family relationships. F- family relationships are ruined yeah. over it. Like yeah. people don't speak to each other because they voted for Biden and they voted for Trump or right. whatever it was. Right. And it's like, like you just said, you know, who, who, we didn't even know that thing before right. social media. Right. Social media. <laughs> it's a big up. one. Yeah. And I feel like it leans more one way like if you voted for one person you don't really give a shit that they Uh voted for the other but god forbid you voted for that other person you're a fucking awful human 1000 percent. y'all know who i voted for so it's not like (laughs) the left is fucking insane (laughs) they are we could do we could do this this episode really is gonna get shut down yeah sorry we're going down every avenue we're going down every avenue but i really i really don't care like i actually i don't think i've ever done a political episode not yet i haven't dabbled in it yeah yet. it's a hard one to go down it is yeah wild wednesdays are enough those are your political episodes those are my political episodes but my mom brought up a good point and i talked about it yesterday on my wild wednesday she's like you get on there and you just bitch find a cause i'm like all right that's <laughs> all right that's <laughs> that was a mom that advice was a, right yeah, there <laughs> i was like that's she said it in a, ni- a lot nicer way she actually sent me a super sweet like voice message like trying to relay her message she like oh, wrote Kelly. little notes out i know because her and i have like really sucked at communication but like my mom and i's relationship has grown a lot in the last year that was one of the most beautiful things about prep is like my mom is my best friend again and she wasn't for a long time um that's so sweet it is so sweet me my mom and nana are actually going on vacation tomorrow which like um yeah, we're going to Caseville. I'm really excited. Good for you, dude. I know. We're going to have so much fun. Just the three of us. Um, but yeah, my mom was like, you get on there and you just bitch. She's like, find a cause. I'm like, oh my God, fine. So like yesterday I tried to be mellow. I was mellow, but I don't know. Like it is hard. It's because it like it does. It's it's passionate. Like yeah, it's something that gets you fired up. Yeah. There's I mean, a lot of passion in that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it almost gets to a point where you're like, how can someone think differently? Right. That's what bothers me. It's like, I don't understand how you can think that way. Right. Right. And like, I think in a past life, I was a president or something. <laughs> I love that. The way, the, the way that I just, oh my God, I just, sometimes I'm just like, I gotta go crazy. Like, oh my God. You're and so like, cute. but I'm also like open to other people's opinions. Like, yeah. And that's what people don't understand. They mm-hmm. see somebody and this is the, this is what it really boils down to is people see me so confident and so bold in my opinion, they automatically think that I'm an asshole and closed off to everybody. And I'm like, 
No, one of my favorite things is to sit down with somebody who sees things differently than I do, not to convince them just because I'm genuinely curious on how the fuck your brain can work no, in that way. Literally, Because no. we're humans. Like how, like, yeah, how can, like you and I, like we can experience the same event, mm-hmm. but have two completely different outcomes. Yeah. Our perspectives can be completely, completely different. different. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's like, you know, the whole COVID thing, everyone experienced that so different. Yeah. Um, you know, Prop 3. All the things. Yeah, all like, the things. People feel so differently about those things. Yeah. And it's so extreme yes. that it is true. It's like, okay, let's sit and actually talk Yeah. without name-calling right? or and yelling, people, screaming. And people can't do that. No. One party can't. Well, whatever. Some people can't. And I'm like, <laughs> do you want to bring logic to this or are you just thinking with emotions? Yeah. Well, let's take, take your emotions out of it and think logically. Like, X, Y, and Z. Like, nope, take take all of the emotion out of it. Yeah. Which is hard to do because as humans, we do feel things. But, like, when you need to make big decisions like that, take your fucking emotions out of it. It is true. Take your emotions out of it. And I'll say, too, another thing that relates to the health field, actually, in that same way, yeah. is when you – and it's funny because people come to, to me for help with this stuff. But I'll tell you what. I have to sometimes really tiptoe around – correcting people's food because it makes them feel invalidated and wrong Mm. so there's so much emotional attachment to food yeah yeah and so it's like if I say you know you're drinking two cokes a day and we really need to like work on that yeah it's like it's literally sometimes like I said you're a shitty person and why are you doing that you fat slob (laughs) Like, I'm serious. That's actually not what I just said. No. But I'm so glad that you spun my kind, loving words into pure fucking hatred. Yes. And I will have clients, and this is, thank goodness, the few and far in between, it's probably the 5% that kind of can be a point in my ass. But, like, that, like, will basically feel that way and say that to me. And I'll just straight up be like, that is not what I said. I'm here to help you. You're paying me to help you. Right. Like I'm trying to tell you what's best. Right. Like, would you prefer for me to just take your money and not actually help you? Yeah. Is that what you want? Are you here to vent or are you here to get help? Yes. And are you here for, I say that in relationships, like when something is going wrong. Oh, hold on one second. We're going to run out of time. Please hold. Oh, we talked about our, our whole Oh, yeah, we did. Whole, oh, yeah, whole our whole episode. whole episode. Okay, so in typical Life with Libby fashion, um, I clicked refresh on my feed before the last 15-minute segment was uploaded, which sounds like, honestly, that it wouldn't be a Life with Libby episode if we didn't do that. Yeah. But I feel like that just means we have to do another episode. 100%. Um, because we did talk about doing our whole whole of, like, women's health and yes. doing that. Um, so we will do that, but thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. That's the best. Um, yeah. So be on the lookout for another episode. She'll be on, I don't know when, but we'll do it soon. And then, um, yeah, I'll see y'all later. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to talk about one of my new sponsors. I had him on the podcast a few episodes ago and great human. So I was like, yeah, let's partner up. So Dreamland Wildlife Properties is a comprehensive land management company that is very detailed when planning and implementing land solutions. They have so many services offered, um, including land consultation, timber stand improvement, land restoration, wet, like all the things that I just fumbled that word so hard, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. Words are hard, but uh, contact Dreamland at 
759-8419 or you can go to their website dreamlandwildlifeproperties.com um great company great people ran by great people so go ahead check them out but let's get into today's episode All right, y'all, one more thing before we jump into today's episode. I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, my Uncle Steve. He's a mortgage banker at First Merchants Bank here in Ann Arbor. He gives people money to buy a new home, refinance an existing home, or build a new home. If you need to get pre-approved or just be educated about how home loans work, you can give him a call at 734-646-4522 or steveandersonloans.com. 